But what I had to do in seasons of feeling fearful is drag my feelings of inadequacy along behind me, kind of like having this shackle on, but continuing to drag your foot anyways, moving inch by inch. You're listening to The Solopreneur Hustle, a podcast that teaches you how to build a successful solo business while maintaining a balanced and fulfilling life. I'm your host, Nia Lewis, a business coach based in Charleston, South Carolina. The Solopreneur Hustle has a members-only Patreon community where you can connect with solopreneurs like yourself, chat with me about all things business, and get access to exclusive bonus episodes every single week. Visit patreon.com slash the solopreneur hustle or click the link below in the description for this episode to join our exclusive community for as little as $5 a month. You can also text business to 31996 to receive our monthly solopreneur newsletter that's jam-packed with business tips. All right, let's jump into this week's episode. Welcome to episode 35. Thank you for tuning in and listening each week. If you're new to the Solopreneur Hustle podcast, if this is your first time listening, my name is Nia Lewis. I'm a business coach and here on the Solopreneur Hustle, I share tips you can use to build a successful solo business. And I also share tips about entrepreneurship to really help solopreneurs learn how to use entrepreneurship to create a life of freedom. So I'm excited to have you here. And more importantly, I'm excited to help you build your business. All right. So today I want to talk to you all about one of the leading reasons why many entrepreneurs have a difficult time getting their businesses off the ground. Many early stage entrepreneurs fail simply because they lack the confidence necessary to get their businesses up and running. The interesting thing about starting a business is that there's really no blueprint to follow that tells you exactly what to do to get the results you want. Generally, when you work a regular job, there's someone there to train you and tell you what to do and help you see what works and what doesn't work and how to just be the best you can be in the position you work in. But when you start a business, it's really inevitable that you'll just have to figure things out on your own. And this is hard. Just the other day, I was listening to an interview with Will Smith and Sway Calloway. He's an interviewer in the media and he has a show called Sway in the Morning. And Will Smith Will Smith was on his show sharing some inspirational messages as usual. And he said this quote that really stood out to me. I wish I could play the entire clip for you guys, but I'm just going to read a little excerpt from that interview that I thought was really inspiring. Following your dreams is a lonely, scary, solitary, dangerous pursuit. You can't wait for someone to believe you can do it because they don't think you can do anything they can't do. You have to risk everything to become that seed of what you think is inside of you. Such a powerful quote here, and it really speaks to how big of a role confidence plays in our experience in entrepreneurship. 
The thing that we fail to realize is that yes, entrepreneurship can be a lonely process. We are having to figure things out. There's no blueprint that represents what we should do, when we should do it, what works and what doesn't work. And you know, when you start an, uh, when you start a business, it's inevitable that you'll just have to figure some things out on your own. This is hard. It's difficult in the beginning to be completely confident in what you do. When you know deep down inside, you have no idea what you're doing. I remember when I started my social media consulting business, that was kind of like my first step to pursuing entrepreneurship full time. I was doing social media work for different small businesses here in Charleston, South Carolina, where I live. And at the time I was like 21, it was 2016. I was to graduate from college in about five months And I just knew in my heart that I didn't want to apply for any full-time jobs. So at that point, I was like, okay, I need to figure out how to make money. So I have a little bit of income coming in. By the time I graduate, because refund checks are a thing of the past, (laughs) they're going to be a thing of the past, you know, after I graduate. And so I'm going to have to make money, but I do not want to get a full-time job and I want to work for myself. So at that point, I started cold calling local businesses, asking them if they needed help for social media. And this was the most petrifying thing I've ever done because at that point I had never had a client. I had never done any sort of consulting work. I just knew that I was pretty decent at you know, growing social media accounts. I had grown my own social media accounts and I knew how to write well and and I was creative and I knew how to put together content because I had been doing that for years for my first business. Uh, For about three, for three years up to that point, I had been managing my own social media accounts for my business. And so I thought I could do it for somebody else. I had no idea what I was doing. I had no idea how to manage clients. I had no idea how to manage marketing or advertising for other businesses outside of my own, but I just had to do it. I had to figure it out and I had to project confidence even when I had no idea what I was doing in order to attract any clients because no one would hire me if I didn't seem sure of myself and my abilities and you know no one would hire me if I didn't seem sure of what I could do for their business, what results I could get for their business. No one was going to waste money on hiring me if paying me wouldn't be a good investment of their marketing dollars. So the truth is for anyone to believe in you, in order for anyone to support your business and give you a chance, you have to have an unwavering belief in yourself. If you can't convince yourself that you're capable, even if you don't know what you're doing, you'll never be able to convince anyone else that you are worthy of their investment. And that is what I realized really early on in my experience in entrepreneurship. Confidence or lack thereof can make or break your journey in entrepreneurship. So Today, I want to share with you all four strategies that you can use to build and eventually exude confidence, especially if you're feeling a little bit of inadequacy in some areas of your experience. So if you have a little experience, if you are just starting and you don't really know what you're doing and you're struggled, you're struggling to project confidence, you're, you're kind of even struggling to believe in yourself because, you know, the truth is sometimes we don't even know what we're fully capable of. 
sometimes it's hard to see. If you had told me four years ago that I would be doing what I'm doing now and then I would be who I am now and that I would have accomplished what I thought I would, I would have told you no way. Like, what? I did that? I'm going to do that? That's crazy. That doesn't even sound like something I could do. Um, So sometimes we don't even know what we're capable of, but we have to be able to see just a glimmer, a seed of of what we know we can accomplish inside and just act on it anyways, even if we're not 100% sure what that could turn into. So again, I want to share with you all four strategies you can use to build confidence, especially if you're new at something or you have a little experience in something new that you're involved in. Number one, feel fear and do it anyway. This sounds cliche, but it's so true. When we lack confidence, sometimes it's just because we're in a season of growth and in these seasons, it's necessary to feel fear so we can step into our next chapter. Fear is a part of the process. Have you ever been scared to do something and then eventually doing what you were once scared to do became so easy that it felt like second nature? This is what your experience in entrepreneurship will be like as well. Think about it this way. If you can hop on a bike and ride it without training wheels, chances are you're confident in your ability to ride a bike, but it wasn't always this way. When you were learning how to ride a bike, you had training wheels on in the beginning. Eventually, someone took those training wheels off, and there was a time you feared getting on that two-wheel bike and falling face first into concrete, okay? Getting on a bike and riding and keeping balance was not something that came easy the first time you did it, but you had to fall off and try again. Face the fear head on, get on that bike and learn how to ride it. If you didn't feel fear and do it anyway, you would have never learned how to ride a bike. You would have never started pedaling for the first time and realized that keeping your balance and riding on a bike without training wheels wasn't quite as scary as you thought it would be. The same goes for our experiences in business. Feel fear and launch that new product anyways, because whatever you are scared about as it pertains to taking that new step in your journey as an entrepreneur, in your business, doing something new, launching that new product, going to that event for the first time, speaking as an a panelist for the first time, whatever feels scary about that new situation will eventually become second nature and not even be scary anymore. I remember the first time I started recording this podcast, my very first episode ever, I was so nervous and it literally took me like three hours to record a 10 minute episode. It was ridiculous. I kept recording little clips and then deleting them. Oh gosh, that sounds stupid. No one's going to understand what I'm saying. Let me start over. And now that scary uh, feeling that I felt, uh, that fear I felt in recording a podcast and knowing that my voice was going to be directly in people's ears and just feeling all of these fears surrounding podcasts.
podcasting. Now I record a 10 minute episode in like 20 minutes and I upload it and I'm done with it. You know, it, what I feared in the beginning is now like second nature. It's easy. But if I didn't feel the fear and start podcasting anyway, I would have never become good at podcasting. I would have never built a community around the solopreneur hustle. I would never have built a community of weekly listeners. I mean, I would have never created success in podcasting had I never felt fear and did it anyway. So what you learn in that fearful moment in your season of feeling uncomfortable with the growth that you're experiencing through fear, what you learn in that season will prepare you for the next step. And in that next season, you'll be confident in what you were fearful of in that moment prior. Okay. Now that I started podcasting, I felt fear and did it anyway. What I have learned through this experience in podcasting so far has opened up doors for me that I never imagined were possible. Okay. I've gotten opportunities through podcasting that I just, again, never imagined were possible. So again, what you learn in your season of fear will prepare you for what is to come. When you feel fear and do it anyways, doors will open for you that you never imagined would even be a possibility. Number two, fake it until you make it. Focus on what you are as opposed to what you're not. What we fail to realize sometimes is that we create our own reality through our thoughts, okay? Sometimes we have to, in our in our heads, pretend that we're already where we want to be to trick our mind into creating the reality we need in order to take ourselves to the next level of success, okay? If you constantly believe that you're not capable, that your idea is not going to be successful, that it's probably not going to work out anyways, then guess what? That is the reality you will create. If you fake it until you make it, even if there's just something inside that's like, oh, this is scary. I don't know if it's going to work out. But you're like, listen, I'm going to fake it till I make it. I'm not feeling confident inside right now, but I'm going to act like who I want to be until I become that, until I create the reality I want through these positive thoughts. Here's the thing. Sometimes you have to just do it. It might feel like you're faking it, but what I had to do in seasons of feeling fearful is drag my feelings of inadequacy along behind me, kind of like having this shackle on, but continuing to drag your foot anyways, moving inch by inch, dragging those feelings of inadequacy along until those feelings I had inside caught up with what I was really capable of. Drag those feelings of inadequacy along in a suitcase behind you. If it's if it's feeling more like a shackle that's keeping you stuck, drag that shackle along until that dead weight catches up with what you're capable of. Then the dead weight won't matter anymore because you'll have proof of your success and those feelings, feelings of inadequacy will begin to diminish. Number three, remember you are only in competition with yourself. 
Many times when we lack confidence in some area of our life, it's because we've developed an ideal perception of perfection that represents who we think we should be or what we think we should accomplish. But this idea of who we compare ourselves to in our head is sometimes unrealistic. So if we erase these desires to be like what we think we should be or who we think we should be and and what we think we should do if we just erase this and forget about this vision of perfection we have in our head and just live and base what we want to accomplish based on our own capabilities um we can over time become more confident in what our dreams are and what we can accomplish For a long time, I felt like my business wasn't successful because I was constantly comparing my success to the successes of other entrepreneurs. Their accomplishments had nothing to do with me, and I was using metrics based on what I observed about other businesses to measure my my success. So I was using the wrong metrics to measure my success. And this resulted in me constantly just feeling inadequate, like, oh my gosh, they did that. Why can't I do it? They accomplished this. They accomplished this. Why can't I also accomplish this? So um, in short here, the metrics I'd come up with in my head to measure my success were based on what I saw someone else doing. And their metrics wouldn't work for me because We were two completely different businesses with two different sets of goals. So we can increase our confidence, especially when we're involved with something completely new by developing metrics or expectations for ourselves that are based on our own abilities. We shouldn't judge our progress using metrics that represent what someone else has going on. Think about what your goals are, celebrate your small successes on a regular basis, and eventually you will become more confident in your own abilities when you're not constantly feeling like you're trying to measure up to what someone else has going on, okay? Last but not least, number four, educate yourself. This is especially important to do when you have a little experience. I can't tell you guys how much more confident I felt in my abilities as an entrepreneur when I committed to reading at least 30 minutes a day to educate myself about how I could be better at what I do. I actually rose out of a place of feeling not very confident by filling my gaps of inadequacy with knowledge that I could use to catapult myself to a higher level of success. My weaknesses that were once what I felt, well, at at one time, I felt like my weaknesses were holding me back. So those weaknesses that were once keeping me stuck eventually became irrelevant because I figured out how to use my strengths to overcome them. So what I'm saying here is really to use knowledge as power. If there's something you're not feeling confident about, figure out what you're not good at, Learn how to be better and turn your weakness into a strength by acknowledging it, working on it, and not letting it hold you back. Awareness is the key here. So following your dreams is lonely, it's scary, it's, it, it feels fearful, and sometimes 
all of these feelings together result in just not feeling confident. And if you are not feeling so confident in whatever season you're in, in your journey in entrepreneurship, I'm here to tell you that you're not alone because entrepreneurship has highs and lows. Not every single day will feel like a rock star day. Every single day won't feel like you're on top of the world. Sometimes you'll doubt yourself. Sometimes you'll question yourself. Sometimes you'll second guess yourself. Sometimes you'll walk into a room and everybody else in the room will will just seem like they know what they're doing and they're on their stuff. And you'll start to think, oh my gosh, me, I'm not, I'm not like them. I don't have all my ish together in the background, you know? Um, but you always have to exude confidence because if you can't, if you don't believe in yourself, it'll be really difficult to convince people to jump on your bandwagon with you and support you in your journey in business. So I hope these tips help you in your journey towards building confidence in your experience in entrepreneurship. But building confidence as an entrepreneur does not come easy. And I'm pretty sure I'd be willing to say that any entrepreneur that tells you they've always been confident in their abilities, in their ideas, in their visions, they're lying because we all have moments of second guessing or doubting or questioning whether or not something's going to work out. So the confidence isn't always at 100%. If you're struggling with this, then it's normal. You just have to figure out how to overcome it. In order, in order to do that, you have to really acknowledge it and work through it. So I'm hoping these these tips here today help you with that. Hey y'all, thanks for listening to this week's episode. Stay connected in between episodes by texting business to 31996. You'll receive our business tip of the week and you'll also get our monthly solopreneur newsletter. We also have a private membership group that you can join to access group chats and bonus episodes every week. Visit patreon.com slash the solopreneur hustle or click the link below in the description for this episode to join our community. I hope you have a great week and thank you for supporting the solopreneur hustle podcast.